Welcome to the Run Radio Podcast. My name's Trina, and my guest today is Mary Stanley with, you're going to tell us who you're with. It's kind of been an evolution right now. We're at Unbroken Resilience, but tell us what this is and how you got there. Welcome. All right. So I started out um, with my own organization called Bright Beginnings, and it was all about helping families with special needs children, especially with autism and mental health issues around different symptoms of autism. Mm -hmm. And from there, we have expanded to working with um, military, first responders, law enforcement with post-war syndrome, especially the spouses and others like that, because, you know, a lot of people don't understand is that, yes, that soldier goes away, but that family endures everything that soldier goes through, especially when they come home. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot parallel to what families go through with special needs kids. Now, I always make the joke because I am, you know, 15 years um, military service that military life is a lot similar to having special needs kids. How so? Um, For starters, patience. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're in the army, you learn patience if you don't already have it. Um, Routines, how to deal with them in a sense. Um, You know, a lot of these, there's so many misconceptions out there when it comes to dealing with autistic kids that I personally believe, because I have two of my own. And I got into this world because there was no help where I live. Mm-hmm. and the help they want to give us is they tell you they give you your list okay it's the no list and now it's converted to you have to do what we want you to do and all the therapies we want you to do if you don't do these things then they give you the worst case scenarios and tell you that your child will never socialize never do this never do that and it's scary Mm-hmm. And I sat there and I'm like, no, there's got to be a better way. I'm not giving my three-year-old a full-time job, putting them in a home or in a facility with a worker 30 hours a week just to make them agree and mm-hmm. obey commands, which is a lot like the military. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I've been blessed by, you know, finding a lot of professionals in different fields that have been willing to work with me and train me to take a little bit of what this person does, a little bit of what this person does, combine it together to get results and show parents you can do this at home. You don't need that rigid environment that they tell you you need to make them successful and make them think for themselves. You know, two years ago, I had my son was nonverbal screaming all the time. You know, and he would get so frustrated that he would bang his head on the floor or on a wall because he didn't know how to calm himself, but he didn't know how to project what was going on until he exploded, which a lot of us do. That's got to be scary. When you weren't able to have those resources, where did you turn and how were you able to make those resources available to someone else? Um, I was thankful for a lot of it thanks to COVID. 
So a lot of sources like in Norway, which is doing cutting edge um, programs for autism and an all natural thing were that you'd have to go there to become available to it. Now it became available online and you know, places like Australia, their sources of different information are now available to take classes and learn how to deal with different things. And I worked with Sparks and um, the Mayo Hospital in Rochester, Minnesota here with different things and just looking at different theories. And, you know, I've always had this cool intrigue about our brains. And I looked at it as not a mental issue or a brain issue. I looked at it as a wiring issue. Yeah. So the easy way to explain this to most people and most parents is that think of like you were in a car accident and you mm-hmm. hit your head and you had to relearn to walk again. It's a lot like autism or any mental health issue when it comes to um, the signals being crossed in the brain. Once you learn how to rewire and reteach them a way that they understand it, yeah. it opens up the world. You know, most of our sources, most of our stuff is all done in hypothetical worlds. These kids do not live in hypothetical. Mm-hmm. And when they stick to their guns about something, they're right. <laughs> you know, I, always, I always start out when I do my talks in my classes is, you know, when you were pregnant or when your spouse was expecting, the first things you always say is you want a smart kid, you want a healthy kid. You want a happy kid. I go, no, you don't. In reality, you want a happy kid, a mediocre child, and a healthy child. Because mm-hmm. when you have a smart kid, which is usually what intertwines with autism, you have to figure out things to keep them entertained from getting bored. Because when they get bored, their mind works and causes chaos, destruction, <laughs> and science experiments. <laughs> So your house is never clean. <laughs> Once you started getting the proper resources, what kind of pot- positive changes did you start <laughs> seeing in your kids? Um, he talked. Wow. You know, he went from, and the cool part is, is he's been talking for two years in the schools because we do online schooling. We don't do brick and mortar. Um, they can't believe he's been only talking for two years. You know, he's talking in full sentences, but for me, an excitement part, and this is the military background of me, is he's sarcastic. So you take Adam Sandler and Billy Madison meets young Sheldon. Put that Mm -hmm. together. (laughs) Got your work cut out for you. Well, you never know what's going to come out of their mouths. And Mm -hmm. when you, you never know how funny they can be when you just stop and listen to them. You know, it's a friend of mine who is autistic. He always makes the joke to people. He goes, we have a sense of humor. Do you ever think we're just not funny? (laughs) You know, or he'll come up, you know, he'll come up to me and he'll go, what took you so long? And I'm like, well, I had to make sure I got everything. And he looks at me and he's seven. He goes, mom, you're just being anal. Enough. (laughs) You know, and like his new kick, and I just, I got, they figure out the loopholes. Like, so when I'm doing all this training, and he was little, I'd listen on the TV or I'd listen on my computer. And I thought he was asleep because he'd go crawl into bed and lay down with me. Nope. 
he was awake listening the whole time. So when I'm studying these psychologies and the, how the brain works and all this stuff. So now he'll go up to dad and he'll go to dad. Psychology doesn't work. I understand it. Yep. No reverse psychology. I can just do it back. Oh, fun. <laughs> so how were you able to make a community for people in your proximity so they were able to help their kids too so um i'm all over social media i do host a couple radio shows on optimize my life and we break it down different areas and we hold seminars and webinars um i branched out instead of working so much with the families is we i work with more now professionals teachers therapists coach other coaches that do similar things but want to get into this field the kids the people that work with these kids on a one-on-one -on -one basis um I like level up school academy um it's an online public school with their teachers to understand how to work with the kids but not only understand how to work with those kids and figure out how they're wired and how to teach them work with the parents and teach the parents how to do everything at the same time because the only way these kids are successful is when the parents and social workers and teachers are all doing the same thing and you're all working together and have that open communication um, right now we're working on creating an app so that the schools the parents all the whole community will be able to with an invite be able to keep a, like a running board every month or every day of okay this went well this didn't uh, this he had a bad day doing this. This doesn't work. So that way, everybody who's involved with that child or that family will know the different little ticks and different regulation techniques and how to help that those children the best way they can, but then they're all doing the same thing. So it cuts down that confusion. Because right now, you know, I'm working with different counties and social service departments to help them understand that tones of voices and how you say things are more important than what you say and how you know it's so important that we all communicate together and work together and not be so separate because here everything is so separate what the teachers do what what the therapists do what the home does and nothing teaches the home what to do so i hold a lot of seminars and free classes online to help parents understand, okay, this is going on. Let's teach regulation techniques, you know, and it's not teaching just the children regulation, but the parents, because you do get frustrated. I mean, you hear your kids screaming nonstop all the time. You're going to lose it. Yeah. Trust me, I've been there. And yeah. how it's okay to just <clears throat> let them be and not go to, to them and fix the problem every time. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I give a lot of credit to is the Pixar movie Inside Out. Their whole color of emotions and the characters, I've created a hopscotch game and teaching kids regulation. The biggest thing is, is, and this works for adults too, but kids, it's more hands-on. They learn better by doing. And when we ask ourselves, and we do this to our kids all the time, why did you get upset? The why question is only a question that does is an emotional response. 
which is why you never get an answer. I mean, you even ask yourself, why did I get mad? Mm. But when you ask what, that's your subconscious, your logical understanding of what happened. So when you go, what caused this to happen? Oh, the blocks fell down. I'm trying to defy gravity. I have this. And, and so you start out with that color. Are you mad? So you're red. Now we first ask what caused it? So you understand that. Now ask, you know, what are you feeling? You know, is, are you hot? Are you having a hard time breathing? Cause we get and start going through, you know, your mind and body connection. Kids pick up on this a lot quicker than you think. Mm-hmm. Now, once you get all these symptoms down, you start asking, you know, what can we do to calm down? And you let them, you give them choices, but let them start picking it out. You know, is it humming? Is it singing? And just because that works today doesn't mean it's going to work tomorrow. So right. you give them, like we have a regulation box. We have a tote of all different things. And so they know it's there. They know what, what's in there. And they have the tools they need to self-regulate. So, you know, one day you'll have, for instance, my son is now into the finger family song. So when you hear him singing different variations of that, he is regulating himself to calming himself down. And you'll hear him go through the system himself. He'll go, oh, I need to calm down. In a half crying, half frustrated voice. And he'll start going, I need to calm down. And saying you need to calm down or calm down are the worst things you can do. Because if they knew how to do it, they do it. You have to sit there and tell them, okay, you need to take a breath. You need to, let's figure this out. What's going on? What do you need? You know, distraction is key to helping regulate because that you're giving them answers and distracting them, but you're also giving them the tools they need at the same time. You know, one of the big tricks that I give the parents to understand is your tone of voice. Your face and your neck are your first muscles to tighten, but the last ones to loosen. If you wiggle your jaw, It'll soften your tone 100%. It'll loosen up those muscles so your tone will soften so they'll be less reactive. At what point in all of this did you decide that you had tools to help veterans from learning everything you had learned with working with autistic kids and other individuals with needs? Um, (laughs) One of my first clients, as an adult came to me, she ended up being um, in a cult. And so she was struggling with the transition because she lost her family. She lost everything. Well, what she knew is her family. And so as I'm working with her, I'm sitting here in my mind and I'm like, I understand what you're going through. And she's like, well, what do you mean? I go, well, okay. I understand in a way because what you're going through and all this stuff is going on with my with my kids and I'm learning that I go this is all paralleling to transitioning out of the military especially when you're transitioning out due to an injury or an unplanned discharge and at the same time I was going through one of my dark periods because there was some I had some post-war syndrome and I struggled with some some things during different times of the year 9-11 was a big trigger for me And so um, 
I was talking to my therapist that I talk to and work with. And he's like, you know, what you're doing with yourself and what you're doing with the kids really transitions. Let's start working with figuring out how to do this. And about a year ago, a friend of mine asked me to be part of an organization called the battle within. And that whole organization is designed for resources to help soldiers current and former that are struggling with mental health issues to prevent suicide with soldiers. And on average, 23 a day or 2,300 a year commit suicide every day. And once I got to meet a lot of these soldiers that were struggling and understanding what they were going through, and I joined an organization called Reboots, which is a faith-based program to help with post-war syndrome as a support group. And I started talking to some friends that I made in there. And I'm like, you know, let's do this. I, I love what they're doing, but I want to add more to it. And he's like, and he's a trained therapist too. And he goes, yeah, let's do this. So from there, we launched into the One Flag, One Life, Unbroken Resilience. And all it, it's, you know, um, for first responders and their families, military personnel. And it's all there to bring that one, that group to help where you're struggling. But it's also an outlet with a bunch of individuals that are going through the same thing for you to be able to reach out and talk to. But we're also giving you all the tools you need that you don't get in traditional therapies. You know, we're breaking things down from the beginning to understanding why you have trauma. You know, the average soldier joins the military due to running away from circumstances that they have prior to that growing up. Mm -hmm. So you take a lot of trauma problems, you bring it in with you, you see more trauma, it just compounds the issue. And so what we've done is created different avenues for you to be able to reach out for help with no judgment, but then we're also been there, done that. We understand what you're going through. So we kind of reprogram you from the programming that's already been done due to military service. We talk in a way that you understand. So what are resources that you need that could help you help others even more? Um, just spread the word. You know, a big part of what I do, I've been so thankful for different organizations to donate different things and their time to help put things together. Um, when I reached out to a bunch of professionals that I know, you know, do you want to join this organization? You're not going to make anything off of it, but you're reaching out to help. And they all jumped. So, you know, right now we're looking for some sponsorships to help with grants because we're looking at creating not only only, you know, a virtual world, but we're looking at creating an actual brick and mortar areas and for one homeless veterans, but two, in, it'll be like a community so that they can live there, but then there'll be resources there to help them at the same time. But for, you know, that's my five-year plan. Yeah. But right now we're looking at just spreading the word and getting people to understand, you know, you're not alone. 
a lot of us are going through different things and we're here to help you. We're here to talk. We're here just to listen. You know, your story is so important. You know, one thing that I got the pleasure to meet was um, a couple of gentlemen from the Tuskegee Airmen from World War II and then um, YouTube sensation, Papa Jack. You know, he's 101 years old. From, he served in the Battle of the Bulge. And the man, every time I talk to him on the phone, he blows my mind. Because I have a hard time remembering what I did yesterday. This man <laughs> can still tell you the names of the soldiers that he's actually worked wow. with and signed. And the man's 101 years old. You know, you know, my goal is to get all these soldiers to get their stories recorded especially that World War II generation, so that we have that living testament. Because in a few more years, they're not going to be here. Right. And then we're going to have a whole generation of kids that don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're still not teaching 9-11 in our schools. So, you know, there's so many parts of our history we're not teaching them in lives that have done so much to help where we are today that we're just ignoring it. So if people need your help or want to help you get the word out, how can they get in touch with you? Um, the easiest ways is either email me at oneflagonelife at gmail.com or give me a call. Uh, my phone number is 507-338-3725. All right. Thank you so much. Is there Are there any social media pages that you want to make sure that people are aware of too? I'm on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, look for my name. It's tagged everywhere or optimize my life radio. Um, one flag, one life. I don't spend as much time on them as I need to. Yeah. I'm working on that one. All right. Thank you for what you're doing. I appreciate you sharing. Oh, it's my passion. It's what I do. Thank you so much. Thank you.